Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high-achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now our host, Shabaday. Welcome back to another episode of Lead and Lift. I am your host, Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, and today I'm thrilled to be talking about the power of mastering your mindset. My special guest today is Jerry Roizental. Jerry is a mindset and leadership development coach and is the founder of Champion Mentorship, Inc. He's also a Maxwell Certified Leadership Development Coach and Speaker. Jerry helps people identify and overcome the mental roadblocks that keep them from achieving their greatest potential as a leader, things such as doubt, fear, and limiting beliefs. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Shabaday, it is so wonderful to be here with you and your incredible audience. Thank you so much for the honor of being here today to share. Oh, thank you, Jerry. We're so happy that you're here. And mindset is something that we all deal with constantly. And any tips or tricks that we can learn on how to master that mind will be beneficial to all of us. So Jerry, as we jump in, if you can tell us a little bit about your journey, about when you encountered mental roadblocks of your own, And how did you overcome them? And when was that aha moment that you realized that this is the thing that I am going to teach other people on how to deal with? Yeah, that's really good, Shabaday. You know, it's it's interesting because the way I came into learning about the power of our mindset is not necessarily the way I would have personally chosen to come and learn about it. But I was uh, in the network marketing industry for 18 years. I built a very successful business in that profession. And uh, back in 2006, I was about maybe 13 years into the journey. I went through one of those periods of times in our lives that you don't expect comes out of nowhere and it knocks the wind out of your sails. I ended up going through a divorce with my son's mom and my son was about three years old at the time. As a byproduct of that, I ended up losing the business that I had spent 13 years building, which then pushed me into a massive state of depression. And I found myself about three months later on the floor of my apartment, uh, getting ready to commit suicide. And it was one of the most darkest places that I've ever been in in my life. But one of the things I've learned, Shabaday, is sometime in our darkness, light can come from it. And when I got off that floor, and thank goodness didn't go through with what I had in my mind, I realized something that has really shifted my entire life and has got me to where I am today. And what I realized was this, that we have the ability to master our mindset instead of our mindset mastering us. We all deal with fears and doubts and insecurities and worries and feelings of, you know, a self-worth. I had all those feelings. And I just thought because they were there, that that's what I had to feel. But what I realized is that we can't always control the thoughts that come to our mind because we have thousands of thoughts a day that come to our mind. We have total control over which of those thoughts we choose 
to focus on. And when that revelation hit me, it really helped me understand why did I even get to that place? How could I, the motivator, the encourager, the people, the one that people always came to for advice and help and guidance and direction, how in the world could that guy be on the floor of his apartment getting ready to take his life? Well, simple, because I chose to focus on every negative thought that came against me, believing that's what I had to focus on, instead of realizing that I can choose to redirect my mind to focus on different things. Now, I know when we're in those moments, that's not easy to do, and I'm not suggesting it is. But it's like I tried to teach my son the lesson from this experience when my son turned eight. And I said to my son one day, I said, son, let me ask you something. If I go into the shower and somebody knocks on the door and you, you say to the, you say, well, well, who is that? And somebody says, I'm a burglar. Open the door. I want to rob your house. Would you let him in? And my son said, well, of course not, dad. And I thought, well, I raised him well. And I said, well, son, you can't control how many people come knocking on our front door, but you have complete control over who you open the door to and let in your house. And that was the revelation I had on my mindset. We can't control the thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts that knock on the door of our mind every single day. But we do have control over which of those thoughts do we open the door of our mind to and let in and focus on. And when I understood that, I realized not only was my life changing, but I realized that that was going to be my life's work, was to teach people how to never get themselves in a place that I did because they didn't know the things that I wish I would have known then. And that's how my journey began. Jerry, that is so powerful for each of us. You know, those thoughts come into our minds and we, you know, we hear that knock because it's coming, you know, stuff constantly comes, but we get to choose which thoughts we focus on and which thoughts we entertain. I mean, that you got to simmer on for a bit because, you know, we're bombarded by things constantly on television, on, on the news, on our phones, but we're the gatekeepers of what we let in. Absolutely. And I'm not, you know, I'm not negating things that people go through, depression, discouragement, frustration. Those are all real things. And no, and I'm not telling people, oh, well, you just, you know, flip your mind, your switch and off you go. No, you need to to work on it. But one of the things that I learned is when people will tell me in coaching, you know, Jerry, I'm, I'm really frustrated over this situation. And what I remind people of is this. Most of the times, our situations are not what really gets us frustrated. What frustrates us is the fact that that's how we're choosing to focus on it. We're choosing to be frustrated. We don't have to be. That doesn't just happen. It's a choice that we make. I give people this example, Shabbat, it's just a simple one, is, is you have two people driving down the road on their way to work. Both people have a tire blowout and they have to pull over to the side of the road. So the same exact situation happened to two different people. The first person gets out of the car, screaming up a storm, kicking the tires. I can't believe this. I'm going to be late to work. Why does this always happen to me? That's how they chose to respond to that circumstance. The second person 
Same thing. Gets out of the car and says, oh, thank God I didn't cause an accident. Thank God I'm not hurt. Thank goodness I was able to pull over to the side of the road. Oh, I'll just call my boss, let him know what happened, and I'll get to work. I'll call AAA. I'll be fine. See, it's not always the things that happen to us that cause our mindset to get messed up. It's how we choose to react and respond to those things that get our mindset messed up. And Jerry, that is so important in both of those, because yes, sometimes, you know, you gave the example of the car tire blowing, right? Sometimes you get an email and right away you're triggered by that, right? But if you, if you, you know, look at the perspective you know, if you change the perspective, the, the, the way that you're focusing on that, that item, you're able to get back your calm to that calm state of mind, and you're able to address that situation. Because when we choose to get all fired up, then our brain isn't thinking clearly. And then we say things we regret, you know, we write things we regret, and we, you know, we, we make everything seem much bigger than it should really be. That's so true, Shabade. And one of the things that I tell people in relation to what you just said is we have to learn to be better at responding and not reacting. Because you can get a text and you think it's said in a way that you don't really know. And so you react to that text and you just, well, I'm going to tell her and you send a text back instead of responding, which is basically, let's just calm down for a minute. Let me just gather my thoughts and then I'll respond. And we live in a world today where people are reacting to everything that's going on instead of taking a step back and responding to what's going on. And if we became more responders than reactors, we have a whole different world right now. Absolutely. So that is a good one for all our listeners. Be better responders than reactors because we're right. all doing it. Something as simple as when you're scrolling on Facebook, everything that you see there, you're reacting because you're hitting right. the like button, the not like button. You're you're judging everything you, you see on there right away. So some of us do this unconsciously and we need to catch ourselves doing it. So then we're able to correct that behavior and do it, you know, a little bit better. Absolutely. And, you know, we all know that social media, Instagram, Facebook, those are all people's highlight reels, right? Those are all the things that are going great. What we really are praying for is that somebody is like really honest, you get on there and somebody says, hey, my week stunk. Nothing went right for me. I can't even believe this, but man, I'm looking forward to a new great week. And you're looking at that going, oh, somebody just like me, somebody else had a bad week. Because on social media, you're the only one who had a bad week. You're the only one who wasn't succeeding. But that's just the highlight reel of people's lives. You don't know what's going on behind those reels. And so I never focus on what people put on social media because I know it's always the good stuff, but what's really going on behind the scenes. That's where the, that's where the story is really telling. Definitely. And, and Jerry, part of mastering the mindset, you talked about roadblocks that we may encounter such as doubt and fear and limiting beliefs. Can you share a bit more about that so that our audience understands, you know, how do these things come to us? 
Yeah, boy, I wish we had more time. I do a whole day event on all of these things because it's so important. You know, when you take fear as an example, we're born with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Every other fear in our lives, we've created ourselves. Fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of leading other people, whatever fear you want to think of, think about how many fears we have. We've created those by our environment, by our experiences, and fear holds us back from being who we can be. But fear has a cousin, and the cousin is doubt. And fear and doubt travel together in a pack. Like wolves travel in packs, fear and doubt travel together. And their whole goal is to take you out of the game. Fear might come in and put fear in your, in your mind, and then doubt will follow and give you the doubt so that you don't follow through. Or doubt will come in and start getting you to doubt the decision. Fear will show up and remind you all the fearful things that could happen. And now we are stuck in quicksand and we can't get out because we are giving power to two things, fear and doubt, that believe it or not, we can control. Now, here's the thing. You're never going to escape fear and you're never going to escape doubts. They are always going to be hanging around you. I'm sure Shabaday, as successful as you are, they're just, they're just sitting on the sidelines waiting for their opportunity to come in and take out your mindset. I know for me, I teach mindset. Fear and doubt are always sitting on my sidelines, just waiting for the opportunity to come in and take me out. But here's the thing. I can't control fear and doubt hanging around, but what I can control is that I'm going to master how I'm going to overcome that, those two things, fear and doubt, uh, limiting beliefs. Oh my goodness. I, I could spend hours talking about this particular topic, the limiting beliefs that we have are self-limiting beliefs. So much of them have come from our childhood. So much of them have come from experiences we've had when we were kids, and they get so deeply rooted in our subconscious that when we get older, we just manifest the things that we learned when we were kids. And so we can't figure out, well, where did this limiting belief come from? And where does this limiting belief come from? Look back on our childhood. You'll figure out where the majority of them come from. But the idea is, is that we don't have to be our limiting beliefs. We can choose to become different. And that's where coaching comes in. That's where work comes in. That's where having somebody that's gone through that to be able to sit and help you walk through how you overcome those limiting beliefs, those fears, those doubts, those insecurities. Once again, it's all about managing them instead of them managing you. And I, I love that, Jerry, you talked about using a coach, because I find for many of us, those doubt, the fear and the limiting beliefs are blind spots that we have. We don't even know they're there because they were placed, you know, some of the limiting beliefs were placed on us so long ago as a child that you don't even know you have that in there. But a coach is able to see those blind spots. And, you know, sometimes you just can't get a breakthrough in something because you have one of these things holding you back. But a coach is able to identify that 
you know, through conversations, you know, with that coach and help you move past it so that now you have the self-awareness that you had that limiting belief and you also know how to overcome it and break through. So true. It's almost like when you're driving in a car on a freeway and we've all done this, right? And we look in the mirror and we go, okay. And then you start to move over and somebody's beeping their horn and you're like, where did you come from? Well, well, they were in your blind spot and you couldn't quite see them. And some people, you know, people say, well, does everyone need a coach to be successful? And my answer is no, there's lots of people who have succeeded without having a coach, but having a coach, like you said, helping you see the blind spots, the things that might be there that you don't even know are there really makes a difference. I know I am a byproduct of the coach that I worked with for over six years that helped me identify things that I didn't even realize were there, that I didn't even know I was doing, but because he was able to come in from an outside perspective and really help me understand these areas of doubt and fear and limiting beliefs it made all the difference in the world to me. I don't think I would have got where I am today had I not gone through that experience with someone who could really help me understand the things that I just couldn't see on my own. That's so important, Jerry. And Jerry, beside the coach, you mentioned that, you know, these roadblocks come up to to us, you know, constantly as we go through life. What are some of the things that we can do when we when we encounter those roadblocks you know it's interesting because when you look at you know the world we've lived in in the last two years doubt uncertainty fear have just been prevalent everywhere right people are living in that and so sometimes people think that well i just can't get beyond that and the and the answer is no you can it doesn't mean it's going to be easy And it's going to take some work and effort, but we can all get beyond the roadblocks that are in our lives. Like one of the things, you know, I always like to give people, you know, things that they can actually do, you know, like, how do you do that? I'm not the kind of person that likes to tell people, hey, you can get this done and then leave it, leave them to their own devices. Well, you go figure it out. And so what I try and do is I try to give people actual idea steps on things that I personally did when I was dealing with all those roadblocks in my life. And here's the thing, it got me to go around the roadblocks, but the roadblocks were still there. They didn't go anywhere. I just learned how to navigate myself around them instead of them just taking me out. So one of the things I've always done to really help me with those roadblocks is power statements. And one of my firm beliefs, and I I know this from my own experience, is that what we think, what we speak out of our mouth, and what we focus on is the guide of our life and our businesses. So what we think eventually becomes what we speak. What we speak is what we're focusing on, and then that's going to determine where we're going to go. So if you really stop to think about some of the things we're thinking every day, What are some of the things we're speaking out of our mouths every day? What are we focused on? And then we wonder why we're in this position, because you will get what you think, speak, and focus on the most. So the power statements, the things that I learned to do, was to get my mind to think, speak, and focus on 
what I wanted to be, what I wanted to accomplish, not focused on where am I right now. Okay, I'll give you two prime examples. I'm not a great leader. I hear that all the time. I'm not a great leader. I don't know how to lead very well. Well, how do I become a better leader? Well, my first thing is wash your mouth out with soap, like my mom used to do when I was a kid, right? Because if you're telling yourself, I'm not a great leader, I don't know how to lead, but how am I going to be a great leader? You're not. you got to change what you think, speak, and focus on. So a power statement would be, every day, I'm becoming a better, stronger, more confident leader. That's a power statement. That gets your mind to focus on, this is who I want to be, not talking about who you are. You'll never get where you are if you're focused on where you're at. So, so that's an example. Another one I love all the time. Jerry, I'm just a procrastinator, right? I know we have listeners out there that are procrastinating. Right now, I'll, I'm, I'm giving them these tips. They're procrastinating, and they'll say, well, I'll write them down later, right? We all procrastinate. But if we're focusing on, I'm always putting things off, I'm a procrastinator, we're never going to get things done. So a power statement I teach people is this. Every day, I'm developing the discipline to do the things I need to do. Because discipline's the opposite of procrastination. And so what I teach people to do, Shabaday, is three to five power statements. Take three to five things that you're thinking, speaking, that you know are not serving you, and create a power statement that you start speaking and thinking and focusing on every day. I know when I started saying every day, I'm becoming a better, stronger, more confident leader. I said that when I couldn't lead myself out the front door of my house. Nobody was lining up to follow me, but here's what happened. The more I said it, the more my mind believed it. And the more my mind believed it, the more I began attracting people that I could actually lead. So that's one action step, three to five power statements that will get your mind focused on what you want to do and not talking about all the things that you're currently stuck in. I love that, Jerry. Like that is so powerful. And for some of our users who procrastinated on writing that down, maybe you're doing the dishes or you're driving. I will have all of this in the show notes for you. So all you need to do is grab the show notes and you would have the items that Jerry just talked about. So you're able to then sit and focus on what those power statements are. Jerry, for me, I have some words that I'm becoming. And I have that on a board right here in my office on a wall. And every day I see it. And every time, you know, something comes up, I look at it and I see it there. And I, I'm reminding myself constantly that that is who I am becoming. So, you know, if I'm upset or if I'm triggered or if, you know, the doubt shows up because it shows up for everybody. The yeah. limiting beliefs, you know, things show up for everybody. The imposter syndrome, it's there constantly. Mm -hmm. But when you, when you catch it because you're self-aware of it, you can use these power statements that Jerry was mentioning to bring yourself back into that power and focus on who you're becoming instead of the negative things that you're telling yourself. So thank you so much for sharing that incredible tip. Do you got any other tip for us today? <laughs> 
Well, you know, this is your lucky day, Shabaday, because I do. I have another one that I always tell people because, you know, one of the very first books that I ever read when I started my journey, almost, my gosh, since I was a teenager, 30 years ago, was a book by Dr. Susan Jeffers. And the book was Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. And I love the title of that, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. So what the title said to me is that we're going to feel fear. No one's immune from it. But the difference between the people who win and the people who don't are both feel the fear, but the group who wins does it anyway. And the group who doesn't win is the one who lets the fear take over them. And so one of the things that I help people to do in coaching with their mindset is I tell them, we've got to break through a fear so that you can have the belief that you did it. It's not as hard as you thought it was, and you can do it again. So I always tell people this. Let's find one person, one contact that you've been procrastinating getting in in touch with. You're you're afraid of it. You're worried about what they're going to think about you. You're intimidated by them. And we're going to make that call. Full of fear, full of doubt. We're going to do it anyway. Because when you do something that you're afraid of, when you do something that you are doubtful of, you take back that power instead of giving it to fear and doubt. And so I will have people just, who's on your chicken list? Who's who's that person that you've been putting off for 16 years? Okay, well, we need to call them. And it's amazing that when people actually do that, and I do this because this is what my coach did with me. My coach would sit there and and role play with me what I was going to say. And then then he'd say, he, he would pick up the phone while I was talking dial a person's number and hand me the phone. And, and that was the days when we had rotary phones. You're, you're some, I'm aging myself now, right? And he would put his hand over the hangup button so I couldn't push the hangup button. And he said, when they answer the phone, you better start talking. And as soon as they answered the phone, I was fearful. I was sweating. I was hyperventilating. But you know what? I may not have got the result I had hoped for, but I overcame that fear because my mind said, hey, you're alive. You didn't die. You're okay. It wasn't that bad. So for your listeners today, why don't you write down somebody that you've been procrastinating calling because of your fear, because of your doubts, because you're intimidated and make the decision. I'm going to step out in faith and make that call. I'm going to step out in faith, even if I'm full of fear, And I'm going to do it anyway, because when you do it, you begin overcoming your fears. So that's another action tip I can give your listeners that might help them out. Jerry, I love that one, because the key thing there is you're not going to die from doing it, because (laughs) we've all had those things we're scared of, but we didn't die. So go ahead and take that first action step, because that's how you start building the confidence to do the thing over and over and get better at it and to, you know, overcome that fear that you've had. Maybe it's it's something you just never did before. It's a skill you don't have. So take the action. And that book that Jerry mentioned, we will add that to the show notes. So if anyone wants to read, you know, further on that book, absolutely, you can have that. And Jerry, any... Uh, Any other action items for us that we can put into practice? 
I'll give you one more. Okay. And th- this, this one has really made a difference for me. I call this remind your mind. And so many times we're always focused on the situation we're in right now. And, and obviously where we're dealing with challenges and setbacks and financial issues, it's hard not to. But sometimes we think there's no way I'm ever going to get out of this place. So what I teach people to do is remind your mind because you have been through things before that have been difficult, that have been challenging, that you didn't think you were going to overcome. And yet you did. And so I tell people and I do this with them in coaching. We're going to write down all these things that you overcame got through that you didn't think in the moment that you would. You had a sickness. The doctor said this, and all of a sudden you're healed. You had a financial situation. You said, man, I don't know how we're going to survive, but you did. And we so forget what we've been through when we're in the moment of something right now. And so I tell people, write a list of several things that you've gone through, been through, and overcome. And when you're in those moments in the presence, in the present, when you think, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, remind your mind of what you have gone through, been through, and overcome in the past. Because if you did it before, you can do it again. And I use that to this day. I use that to this day. I'll be real quick. When 2020 came, COVID hit. Well, guess what happened? I travel for a living. That's where I, that's where I make my living on the road, speaking and doing live events. Well, guess what happened in 2020? Everything canceled. Every one of my live events canceled. So now my income stream is gone. So what happened to me? Doubt, fear. Oh, boy, you're going to lose. You're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your car. You're going to lose your business like you did before, right? All these things coming into my mind. So what did I do? I reminded my mind of situations I've been through like this before. And no, we overcame. No, we got through. No, we did it. So we're going to find a way to do it again. And we ended up finding a way to do it again. I learned how to do virtual events. Virtual stuff is like root canals to me. Very, very terrifying. But I learned how to do it. And believe it or not, in 2020, because I was willing to do these things, power statements of what I wanted. I was willing to reach out to people, to to make calls, to do things I was afraid of doing. And because I reminded my mind of what I've gone through and that I can do it again, 2020 ended up being the biggest growth year our business has ever had. And I never even left my house. That's what happens when you take these and apply them to your life, the same thing can happen to anyone that's willing to do that. Jerry, that is a powerful story. And thank you for sharing that with us. Because, you know, if it's one thing that collectively around the world, every one of us who's listening to this episode can put on that list as that action that Jerry just told us about in reminding our mind is that we've gone through a pandemic and we've come through on the other side whatever that is collectively as a as a you know global globally we have done that together and everybody has a different experience of how they went through it 
and how they overcame it, but we're on the other side. So if you were thinking what to put on that list, I just gave you number one, got through a pandemic. And then you can start making the list from there on the other things, because that was a scary thing to go through because no one knew what today looked like back when we heard the whole world went into this. So that and that had a lot of fear. The news was insane. A lot of (laughs) doubt because we didn't know if we would be alive. (laughs) But, you know, that's true. And, you know, people always ask me, Jerry, what's the quickest way to, to really start mastering fear and doubt? Turn off the news. Yes. There's the quickest way to manage fear and doubt. Turn off the news because that's all it's fear. That's all it's filled with. Turn it off and put your mind on something that's going to help you grow and get better. I love that as a bonus tip, Jerry, because that's all you get in the news. Fear and doubt. The world's coming to an end. (laughs) Yeah, that's and that's what we all thought for the last two years. Right. The world's coming to an end. But as you said, Shabade, and listen, you know, my heart, you know, I I lost people during the pandemic. Friends of mine, I know people did. You know, we've all had situations. We're not making light of anything that we're that we've gone through. But what we've shown ourselves is we're stronger and better than we think we are. Because here we are. Yep. Absolutely, Jerry. And every one of us has been through that experience and it has changed who we are. You know, now when we look back at it, it has changed us. So, you know, you're stronger than you think you are. You've overcome, you know, something like the pandemic that was full of fear and doubt and you're on the other side. So, Jerry, those were amazing tips that you shared with us on mastering our mindset Any final words of wisdom to share with our audience? Just to basically remind them that the key to success in anything you do is to apply what you learn, not just listen. It's easy to hear something and say, that's fantastic. That's great. But the true success is in the application of what you heard. So what can you do? to take these tips that I gave you and actually apply them. Sit down and write your three to five power statements that you're going to focus on every day. Sit down and decide who is the person I'm going to call that I've maybe been putting off and then decide when you're going to do it and do it. And then make a list of things you've overcome and have been through and remind your mind that you can do it again because when you apply what you hear, that's when the true magic happens. Jerry, thank you so much for that. Jerry's contact information and the book that he referenced earlier will be in the show notes at leadandlift.com. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for another Lead and Lift episode. And remember, you have the ability to lead and lift others along your journey. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagwal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guests' contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out. Stay tuned for the next episode.